Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Live streaming provided by Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Video. Visit tunein.alphageekradio.com to learn more. Finally, Friday is being brought to you by major spoilers VIPs from around the world. Oh, these people are awesome, and you can be one of the awesome people, too, by pointing your browser to members.majorspoilers.com. A lot of good stuff over there for VIP members, behind-the-scenes stuff, bonus content, bonus podcasts, and a whole lot more. Hello, everyone. It is Friday. It's finally Friday. I'm glad you could be here with us this week. Ugh, look at that thing that's going on. Long story behind that, but we can talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, but it's Friday, and I'm glad you're here. Look right over there. The chat room is uh, is here. You're here. That's the most important thing. And uh, we want to hear from you in just a little bit. But first, why don't we get to some news? Well, Batman versus Superman. Let's start off with some movie news. The Batman versus Superman trailer landed this week, and it seems to have split the Internet in half. Half of you really love the trailer, and half of you really, really hate it. I'll be honest, for me, there are three things uh, that are really great and three things that are really horrible in uh, this uh, trailer. The first thing, I really dig the Batman and Superman fights. I like to see that. It's a lot of special effects work in there. Second thing, parademons. Did you notice those guys? I don't know if this is uh, a hint of, of things to come, but the parademons certainly look really cool. And then the third thing that's great about this trailer is every single frame that has Wonder Woman. She's like, uh, uh, she just is like stepping in and saying, hey, can you kids knock it off? Let's uh, take care of the bad guy. Now, here are the three worst moments, according to me, in my opinion, the three worst moments of the Batman Superman trailer. Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Number two, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. And Doomsday as a Lex Luthor creation. I'm not really thrilled about that, but I was super surprised when Doomsday dropped in in the middle of that trailer. Comment section over at Major Spoilers is split on the love-hate scale. I wonder what your thoughts are on the trailer. If you want to weigh in, get your dialing finger ready to call the Major Spoilers hotline to share your thoughts as soon as the news wraps up. This week's Flash Arrow crossover was a really great one, and the event was a great one for Arrow. According to the CW, Arrow brought in 3.58 million viewers, which made the episode Heroes of Yesterday the highest rating for the season for the show this season. Arrow won in all the key demographics, including the adults 18 to 34, adults 18 to 49, and men 18 to 49. If you're a Major Spoilers VIP member and you listen to our bonus flashback podcast, 
you know that the women in Matthew's household also found the show good enough to add it to the weekly watch list. Compared to the previous episode, Arrow was up 33% in total viewers from the week before. The CW has released a brand new poster for the upcoming DC Legends of Tomorrow series featuring heroes consisting of the Atom, White Canary, Rip Hunter, Heatwave, Captain Cold, Hawk Girl, Hawkman, and the Firestorm team of Professor Martin Stein and Jax Jackson. DC Legends of Tomorrow focuses on the time-traveling rogue Rip Hunter, who has, who has to recruit a ragtag team of heroes and villains to help prevent an apocalypse that could impact not only Earth, but all of time. DC Legends of Tomorrow premieres on Thursday, January 21st at 8 p.m. on The CW. Hey, remember all those missing years when Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin were running around and doing awesome Jedi things together? Now those tales are being told in a new Marvel series, and Major Spoilers has your first look at Obi-Wan and Anakin number one. The miniseries is written by Charles Soule, with art by Marco Cicchetto. Set between the events of Star Wars Episode I, The Phantom Menace, and Star Wars Episode II, Attack of the Clones, it's been a few years since Obi-Wan pledged to train the young Anakin, and though they've grown closer together through training, the road has been a difficult one. Now Now called to a remote planet for assistance, Master and Padawan's skills will be put to the test, and their relationship will be pushed to the breaking point. You can check out these images right now at Majorspoilers.com. If you missed our discussion this week on the Major Spoilers podcast, or if you didn't see the post at Majorspoilers.com, friend of the site and uh, uh, host of Geek History Lesson and DC's All Access, Mr. Jason Inman, has a new campaign going on. It's called Jawan Comic Drive. He's trying to raise 10,000 comics for soldiers stationed overseas. Now, I've got 52 trade paperbacks all boxed up and ready to go. And if you can help Jason out, I would really appreciate it. I know he would really appreciate it and soldiers overseas would appreciate it. You can find out more information at Major Spoilers or you can uh, head over to uh, Jason's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N for more information. Finally, this weekend, it's the Feast of St. Nicholas. That's really cool. But on St. Nicholas Eve, which is December 5th, tomorrow, children put out their shoes in hopes that they're going to find some sweets, oranges, or a tiny toy in the shoes the next morning. Now, we did this as a kid at my household, and I never really understood why we were doing it. But hey, you know, candy, oranges, and coins in my sneakers the next morning was always a really cool thing. And that's what happens when your father's side of the family is from the Germany, Austria, Croatia uh, region. But with St. Nicholas Eve comes the dark side of the holidays. The Krampus is coming. On Krampus night or Krampusnacht, the wicked, hairy devil appears on the streets. Sometimes accompanying uh, St. Nicholas and other times all by himself, the Krampus visits homes and businesses. And while St. Nicholas focuses on the good children... The Krampus will turn his attention to the bad, supplying coal and bundles of sticks for whippings and spankings. Now, scholars have estimated that the Krampus is more than likely the appropriation of pagan iconography by Christians, and that may be why the Krampus is often seen wearing chains while accompanying St. Nicholas on the night before the Feast of St. Nick. Europeans began exchanging Krampus carton in the 1800s. These are trading cards or greeting cards that feature the beast sometimes being devilish and sometimes being a bit naughty. During the 1950s, however, the Austrian government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man to discourage people from uh, paying Krampus any mind. But today, Krampus has rebounded and is more popular than ever, which is why it's interesting that the Krampus movie 
is opening this weekend. Recent box office forecasts have estimated that the Universal Legendary's Krampus movie will take in between 11 and $13 million when it opens in the 2,900 theaters nationwide. The movie already raked in $637,000 on Thursday night. The Krampus is more than likely, uh, will more than likely make up its $15 million budget during its run. And now you know the rest of the story on why this movie is being released this weekend. Clever plot by Legendary and Universal. I think it's a very unique and interesting way to bring the Krampus movie into theaters, doing it as a tie-in to this uh, very traditional thing that happens in Europe. And I don't know, does it happen in uh, your neck of the woods? Does it happen in your family? Do you have some kind of different Christmas traditions like putting your shoes out? And some of our European uh, listeners may call in on this. In fact, you can pick up the phone line right now at 785-727-1939 and uh, share your thoughts about anything that's happened during the week. You can talk about the Batman Superman movie. You can talk about the Krampus. You can talk about uh, really anything that's on your mind, your Thanksgiving holiday. And I do want to thank everyone who uh, took part in our th- short, brief Thanksgiving live remote that we did uh, last week. That was a lot of fun. I was amazed that we were able to do it, which gives me, I guess it gives me hope that we can do live streams like this in the future when I'm out of town or we're on the road or something like that. I really, next thing, the next thing we're going to test is we're going to test the uh, data stream of the uh, LT network. Uh, the Verizon uh, LTE network so that we can see um, if we could do a a 720p uh, phone call, conference call on the road. Speaking of calls, who is this on the phone right now? It's Matt Peterson again. Hey, Matt, how are you this week? I am great. It's finally Friday, you could say. Yes. How are you? I'm doing great. I mean, it's a good Friday for me. I mean, not good Friday because, you know, that's a different holiday, but it (laughs) is a it's a good holiday because I've been or a good Friday because I've been able to get a lot of things accomplished this week that I didn't think that I was going to get done. And um, I I don't know. I'm just in a good mood today. So I, I like it. On the eastern end of the state, we have beautiful weather today, so I hope it's the same for you. It is nice. It's 54 degrees outside. It's a little windy blowing. But other than that, it's, it's really nice. My wife and I are going to play some board games tonight, so All it's right. going to be a good Friday. Playing? What are you guys playing? Uh, well, so Amazon, which I use the major spoilers link to buy these, had a buy two, get one free on some certain oh, board yeah, games. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we grabbed Splendor, mm-hmm. um, Castle of Mad King Lundwig, I believe I'm saying that right, and then um, Spyfall, which we won't be able to play tonight, but it looks like a great party game. So. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this game? We played it the other night. What's it called? It's called Code Word, I think is what it's called. Code Names. Code Names. Yes. We, we played that. It was Brian uh, and I against um, uh, Dr. Brad and Rob. And it was fun. I think they won one game and we won a game. But uh, it's very interesting in, in how it plays out. I, I liked it a lot. I think if you get an opportunity to play it with more people, it only gets better. I played with a group as small as five mm-hmm. and a group as big as ten. And oh, neat. I enjoyed it both times, but uh, 10 was a lot of fun. I can imagine. I can also imagine that's a bit crazy, too, when it gets that large. Yeah, it is. But if you want some real craziness, I've heard of people taking the Cards Against Humanity um, answer cards yeah. and replacing the Codenames cards with those. So you're, <laughs> explaining, you're trying to match up um, 
Cards we, Against Humanity card. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to play it. I also hear that the game is so popular that it's uh, can be rather hard to find, although you can find it on the Amazon link at Majorspoilers.com. I, I did see that earlier, but uh, Brad was saying that he had to go and order it from a couple of different, uh, try to order it through a couple of different venues, which... Uh, uh, he was not too happy to do that, but maybe now it's uh, back in stores and, and being stocked up for the holidays. But I could have swore I saw it at Walmart a few weeks ago, but I went in um, I went in just before Thanksgiving and it was not on the shelves. It's uh, it's certainly getting a lot of buzz. Yeah. Um, we The first time we played it, we swung. There's a great um, board game store in Kansas City called Tabletop. Yes, I've and been there and I love and- that is an awesome store. And I want to I want to talk to those owners as soon as they move to their new location about maybe coming up and doing a live Munchkin Land episode or something from there. Oh, and I I don't know them very well. I mean, just from going in there, um, but they're so nice. Every one mm-hmm. of those people that work there are extremely helpful and just good people to talk to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Splendor I grabbed during the two for one sale. It was down to nineteen ninety nine today, but it cool. uh, was sold out. So that's another game that uh, is hard to find this season. Excellent. Uh, anything else? So, yeah, I was calling in about Batman versus Superman okay. trailer. Okay. Uh, I'm in the camp that really loved it, which was surprising because, you know, I'm sure you've seen the graphic of the upcoming Marvel and DC comic book themed movies. Oh, yeah. And I kind of see the DC movies and I'm hesitant. I'm not very excited for them. And I tend to like DC more than Marvel. But I think Batman v Superman trailer really turned that around. It really impressed me. And I enjoyed everything I saw, even Lex Luthor. I I just, something about Jesse Eisenberg just annoys me. I can see why when he was announced, I was really disappointed. But for some reason, he just worked really well for me. Maybe I'm just thinking of him as a villain and not really as Lex Luthor. Maybe that's why it works. So Maybe. I just I had a lot of hopes, too, whenever he was announced. I was like, oh, this could be a very interesting casting. But he just comes off in the little bits that we see as just a super annoying, cranked-up-to-eleven version of the character that he played in Social Network. So I was just like, eh, yeah. I, I really don't care for that. Maybe they're in the same universe. Maybe it is the same character. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> hey, uh, another question I had for you. Okay. Uh, checking out the top five this week, which was Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, really fun episode, but I have zero experience with Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. And one user recommended starting with the new 52 relaunch. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't because I didn't particularly like it. Um, mm-hmm. Some people might recommend it um, very um very happy way in a very pleasant way. Um, the Legion Lost series kind of meandered a little bit, and I thought when we were going to get a reboot of Legion of Superheroes that it would be a reboot of Legion of Superheroes instead of a, I don't know, in my mind it was a convoluted continuation, kind of like what Batman had done and what Superman had done, but kind of a, a sure. different version of that. So no, I wasn't too pleased with that. I mean, if you want to start there, you can. They do have most of the main characters that um, that Matthew and I talked about during the, the top five. Um, but there are some other places that you might want to go and, and look. Um, certainly the Great Darkness Saga is a very good um, 
Legion of Superheroes story. There's a Secret Origins book out there that that covers that. My favorite time period is what's called the the Archie Legion uh, with Paul Levitz and Keith Giffen. Um, they did Legion uh, and Legion of Superheroes. And at, at the time that it was released in the, I want to say, um, late 90s, early 2000s, it was like alternating weeks. And so one week... Uh, or it was bi-weekly. So one week you would get Legion of Superheroes and then two weeks later you would get a Legion book and then two weeks after that you get another Legion of Superheroes and the way that the stories were interconnected you kind of had to flip-flop back and forth between the two. The art was fantastic. The uh, the stories were fantastic. The If you can find the stuff with uh, the Moy brothers doing the work in that, that was some of my favorite stuff. So um, That's Paul Levitt's. Yeah, Paul Levitz, uh, Keith Giffen, and I forget who else was doing that. You can find all of those right now in um, in Comicsology, and I'm trying to look up the issue number that it starts with. I believe it starts with, oh man, I'm going to have to, I want to say 100, but that may not be, that may not be the... Um, that may not be correct, so I'm, I'm looking it up. But it was right before the the um, Zero Hour reboot, and uh, b- but I, I just loved it. I, I just loved it tremendously. Yeah. And but Matthew might he goes a little bit further back. He likes the Silver Age Legion of Superheroes and what they bring to the uh, table. They don't have those. They have some of those up in the um, uh, up at Comicsology, but. The stuff that Matthew really likes starts to get into that five years later stuff, which is right on the tail end of the original Legion as they transition into the Legion that I I like quite a bit. And it's okay. you know it's essentially the same stories. It's just newer, fresher takes on everything uh, as sure. it happens. So, you know, that kind of stuff. So be prepared for that. I'm just I can't see it pop up fast enough here on my uh, Comixology account okay. or I could tell you exactly um, which one to look for. Well, that's the one I'll look for. Would Wade's run be approachable? Or yeah, the, Mark Wade's first run is really good. I I don't know. There's a lot of mixed reviews on um, the three boot or the the um, the second run that happened uh, part of the new Fifty Two, as we discussed in the in the show. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's see. Well, that, I guess maybe that was it's... my question. Uh, I hope you enjoy the last uh, your weekend coming up. I just want to, uh, leave one final thought before I hang up here. Okay. I'll listen off the air. I just want to, uh, I hope you guys get a chance to check out. And I, uh, I tagged you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. To check out aftershock comics. They had a, they did oh, yeah, yeah. on Wednesday mm-hmm. with replica. So definitely worth checking out and I'll listen off there. Thanks for your time. Okay, cool. Thanks. Take care, man. Um, cool. looking here, it looks like Legion is, so this is the Legion that I like. This is starting this with, uh, Legion one. So it has some of the five year later, the lost Legion years. And then, uh, as you start to kick into, uh, what's the, as you start to kick into issues, 1920 and so on, that's when my Legion starts to, to kick in. And that's when I really had a lot of fun with it. Uh, here it is starting with issue number 39. It looks like beginnings. So you might want to check that out if if you want to. You don't have to, but uh, I enjoy the Legion. Matthew and I have talked before about possibly doing a uh, Legion of Superheroes show, 
But uh, I don't know. We just have to find time and funding uh, for that. But it'd be a lot of fun. We could go through specific eras, uh, issues, story arcs, those kinds of things on a weekly basis. And I think we do okay. But I think there are a lot of Legion of Superheroes podcasts that are already out there. So 785-727-1939. Ugh, this thing. I hate. uh, Here's the thing. Stupid. What is this uh, software that I'm using? This Titler Pro sent me out a thing that said, hey, man. Uh, we're going to give you a free upgrade to this new version just because you're you. And I'm like, okay, fine. Downloaded it, installed it. And then it's like the email account that I have associated with the Wirecast version of this Tyler Pro is not the same one that the email address that they sent it to. So it's like, hey, if you'd like us to unlock all this uh, crazy stuff that's going on with your stuff, pay us $200. So it's like, God dang it, you guys. I hate it when they when they do this. And it looks like we're stuck there again with this rotating crap of the lower third so um let's see let us go to matthew bach hey matthew how are you another matthew calling in is this the matthew week i think matthew are you there uh hello yes hello hey this is nato oh it's nate well what happened to matthew i don't know i didn't do anything with him i promise okay well matthew uh you can call back here in in, in a minute then so, uh, in fact, oh, I'll just I add, feel bad. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's okay. Cause I, I've got it all set up. So, uh, what's going on this week, Nate? Oh, thank you for the, uh, dark Knight three comic books. That was nice. Oh, you're welcome. What'd you think of the issue? I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been, I haven't been, in, I've been insanely busy. It's the end of the year and projects are winding up and everything has to get done. Um, mm-hmm. one of, one of my, uh, locations their season starting next week so it's ah. uh getting cray cray got to get out those holiday products yeah well actually it's uh, making orange juice so oh, the oranges okay. are ready to to drop so okay cool but um well that that yeah that cover that i sent you was the my comic book shop exclusive oh uh, okay that and so it was the that that was the one that they were selling just at that comic book uh, shop. Plus the the variant, the variant, the black and white one, yeah. The black and white one, which is even more limited than the other ones. And mm-hmm. actually, it was funny. Luckily, um, because I subscribed to them, I only had to pay cover price for them. Oh, cool! That's nice. So that that's why I was like, oh, you know, this would be cool. So, but it was funny because they had a ton of the regular. Uh, mm-hmm. books and the variants uh, i mean it was insane that variant they wanted 15 dollars for wow and then there was one yeah that and they just went up from there to 40 bucks wow that's crazy yeah i think there well, was a one in 400 that they had and they have like about 10 of those so mm. i was like this is crazy well thanks for sending them my way that's that's awesome yeah Oh, so, any anytime. Yeah. What else is on your mind today? Uh, all right. So Superman, Batman thing, mm-hmm. and I've been watching Twitter and stuff. You know what? You know what I think most of the outrage is over that, that is that they're showing scenes that would be better to see while we're watching the movie. They always have um, that habit of not giving anything away, but just showing like the cool parts, and then you get into the movie. It's like well, I already saw that scene. I already saw that scene. Nothing's let, cool. Nothing's fresh. Let me let me put forward something to you. 
everything that we have seen in the trailer, I believe, now I could be 100% wrong, but I believe almost everything we've seen in the trailer, save for a few shots, comes from the first third of the movie. I was thinking it was going to come from the end of the movie. Oh, no. It's called the Dawn of Justice, right? So uh, what we've right. seen, and what we've seen, if you follow this uh, logic here, we are introduced to Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne and how they're meeting at the party with uh, Clark Kent and all these fantastic things. We also see Lex being crazy Lex and creating this something from the head of Zod. We presume that it's Doomsday that he's creating. That fight sequence happens just before when uh, or the the uh, part where Doomsday shows up happens just after Batman and Superman are fighting one another. And because Doomsday is ready to unleash something, as we saw in there, Wonder Woman has to come in and she has to save everybody and get the boys from fighting. That was awesome, by the way. So then where do the parademons come in? If this movie is called Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, and we know Aquaman is showing up in this, we know Wonder Woman is showing up in this, we know that a lot of this is is based on the new 52, something tells me that this parademon stuff is going to comprise more than more than a third of the movie, or at least a third of the movie. I think what we're seeing here is these guys bickering and fighting and then heroes coming out of the woodwork and saying, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's let's work together and, and stop this parademon fight. In fact, even though everyone's saying, "Oh yes, uh, Zack Snyder went up on stage at Comic Con and read from The Dark Knight Returns," and because Batman's wearing an armored suit, that this whole movie is The Dark Knight Re- uh, Returns, I don't think so. Right. I think it's the first volume of the New Fifty Two Justice League where Batman and Superman do fight, where they do all have to come together to take on dark side and, um, an apocalypse. That's my theory on it. That sounds good. I mean, so actually, I don't think he makes, I actually, I don't think he makes doomsday. I think it's bizarro. It could be doomsday bizarre. Too, never yeah. had that. Doomsday never had that power set. No, he doesn't. But if you look at the, at the image, the rocky outcroppings that are coming up above the eyes and the shoulders and all over the body, that yeah. that's totally doomsday. It'd be yeah, interesting know, if it was Bizarro, it was but weird. yeah. Well, because Bizarro had the heat breath, right? Mm-hmm. And the the cold eyes. So I I don't know. Maybe and technically, if it's something from Zod and it's a clone, I don't know. Yeah, it I could go. Like, they could go a Bizarro. A, a psychotic Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I just find it interesting. If it if it if I'm wrong, then I'll be happy to admit it. But knowing that this is called Dawn of Justice, you can't just yeah. end the battle with them defeating Doomsday and saying, hey, let's all get together. There has to be something that's pushing us to that right. Justice League movie. So you need something that's a bigger cliffhanger than, than that. Cool. And then, of course, um, uh, Flash and Arrow were phenomenal this week, too. Oh, yeah, totally great. And uh, VIP yeah. members, go check out the Flashback podcast where Matthew and I give uh, reviews and commentary on both the Flash and the Arrow uh, episode, so you can get part one and part two right there, right now. Yeah, the 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 the, the funniest part of of all of them were basically realizing that there's only really one person that has no idea who Barry Early is. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, and that's that's that was, that's, that was, that's yeah. my biggest gripe. Yeah, 
yeah, everyone knows who who everyone is, but uh, whatever. I mean, say la vie. It's 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 so good. It's it's decent TV. So, mm-hmm. and then the last thing, you know, what's funny though, uh, the Krampus thing. Yeah, there's been a couple of shows that I've. It, it's just weird. Like it's been a couple of years, and I'm like, oh yeah, I I know about that, and you know the whole Krampus and putting the kids in the sack and eating them mm-hmm. and all this other. Weird, mm-hmm. weird things and stuff. So, like, um, Grimm had that last year, had an episode right. with the sound in it. And mm-hmm. then there was another show called, I don't know if it got canceled, it was on sci-fi called Lost Girl. Right. And it was a whole whole mythical, uh, you know, different things and stuff, too. So I just, it's just funny how little things like that and these little shows all of a sudden now it's not that it wasn't big before, but now there's like this whole big focal point on it. It's pretty cool. Right. And, and really, I want to say probably within the last, I want to say seven or eight years, um, Krampus is, was again, very popular in, in, uh, in Europe, uh, where its origins are died off, but then it started to have resurgence and suddenly Americans locked onto it. And, and within the last seven years, that's when America has really become more, aware of what the Krampus is and um, starting to appropriate it into, into our culture as well. So we do get those TV show tie-ins and because it's myth, there's your grim tie-in. And of course we've got this movie that opens this weekend, um, which should be interesting. I'm probably not going to go see it. It just, I'm not a big horror fan, but um, for $15 million, that's how much it costs to make this movie. That seems like a pretty good way to make your money back pretty quickly. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and it actually has Adam Scott in it too. So I've always liked him from uh, Parks and Rec. So I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I, but that's it. I'm uh, getting ready to head out to class in a stormy, rainy Friday afternoon. Well, be safe and uh, kick butt. I shall. Thank you, sir. Okay. Have a good weekend. Yep. You too, Nate. Bye. The great NATO, everybody. Thank you for calling in, Nate. And uh, let's get to uh, someone else. Let me see if I can call you, Matt. Matthew Bach, I am calling you right now on Skype. So hopefully you're on Skype. See if we can get you back in. If not, that's okay. You can call in another way or someone else can call in. There's Matthew. Hey, Matthew, what's going on? Hello. Oh, it's Friday, so I had some time and I call into this wonderful show. What is the what is the big game right now? I'm curious. Is it uh is it five oh four? Is that the thing everybody's talking about? Uh, a lot of people are. Uh, it's it has sort of mixed reviews, which is which is kind of to be expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have a really big box, yeah, that cost a hundred dollars, yeah, and there are five hundred and four different possibilities. So you know, some of them are going to suck. Yeah, and I I guess <laughs> the thing that kind of bothers me is I'm I'm very interested in this game, but it seems like the setup time is outrageous, and most of the games most of the games feel like settlers of Catan. Uh I think a lot of them are going to be Friedman Fries uh is the guy who 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 came up with this. Mm-hmm. Um fun fact, his games all start with F. Ah, okay. Um including he did Power Grid and you'd think that would be odd but in German it's Funkenschlag. Interesting. And uh maybe uh, one of our, one of our listen, one of the listeners here would be able to actually probably pronounce that better than myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fabian probably could spit that out a little cleaner, but <laughs> um, it's 
It's a pretty cool game. I mean, the, the concept of it anyway, you know, the nine different modules, and then depending on what order you put them in, you know, the game comes up. So you have to kind of know what each of the modules does mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. read through how they interact with each other. And so some of them are going to be okay. And, you know, and some of them are, you'll probably get, you know, 10 that you really like. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because, I mean, if you could ever play 504, that would take you, I mean, that would be the only game you played for like two years Probably straight. a year, yeah. If you're, depending <laughs> on how often you're playing, I guess, yeah, if you played it every night, it would take you two years. So what else is on your mind this week? Uh, well, I was glad to hear uh, Jawin's little project, mm-hmm. uh, Jason's uh, comics for Soldier's Things. Yes. Um, I was glad about that for two reasons. One, okay. uh, when I was in the military, I never got any care packages. Oh. Um, but I would have liked to have some comics back then. I would, uh, I would have read them. I don't really care what they would have been. Yeah. Well, uh, I am, another, I am another reason. Go ahead. That, so the other reason that I'm, I'm I kind of like that this is here is uh, it kind of got me off of the. Well, I have these. Some of my comics are digital, and some of them are paper. Right. I had about a long box worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I do I keep them? Do I what do I do with these? Oh, I'm gonna give them to Jason. There you go. Problem yep. solved. Problem solved. So I'm sending off a bunch. I've got most of the ones I'm sending. Here's here they are. Uh, there's 52 of them because I said I would send 52 as a DC kind of related thing. But they're mostly IDW uh, books. There's Star Trek is in here. I've got some lock and key trades in here. Um, there's the lock and key stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited about getting sent off. There's some Ghostbusters stuff in here. Um, so I'm hoping that people uh, appreciate these. I hope Hopefully they're all appropriate for the, uh, that the censor uh, board or whatever doesn't go, nope, can't have that. I think they'll probably be all right. Most of mine were the uh, the new fifty two, because um, I had all, all of the ones and most of the twos, and mm-hmm. then a few of the titles. I I you know I had like a subscription kind of a thing going oh, on, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it was all right. Uh, I had a few off titles. Most of the stuff I read is kind of uh, indie, right? Right. Not so like a Peter Panzer Faust from oh, I think yeah, it's yeah. IDW. Yeah, that's IDW. Yes. Um and. Uh, I know. I think Rodrigo had uh, reviewed one a while back. It was called Five Weapons. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was that was real kind of out there. It's really really fun, but it was kind yeah. of like, wow, this is not anywhere on the mainstream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's kind of a lot. Mine's pretty eclectic beyond the the Star Trek stuff and the Ghostbuster stuff. So I think they'll enjoy it. I just need to. I was going to go get it. Uh, Shipped today, but the car was in the shop, so I didn't get a chance to do that. So I will do it either tomorrow or first thing on Monday and get those out there. So good for you for uh, sending some comics. You sent a whole long box? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how many that would actually be when it's I was counting them. I thought I think. it seems like a long box is about 500. Yeah, is that, that's about mine, right. Mine were bagged and boarded, so mm-hmm. it was only about three forty. Yeah. Well, in what I'm saying is, uh, for mine, I'm looking at fifty two things in here. But if you think that most of the trades are about six, um, six mm. issues, so that would mean that there's probably around one hundred and fifty to two hundred comics in this in this book. But I'm just or in this box, and that's a short box. But yeah, five hundred is what we typically say for a long box. And then, because uh, I, 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 I thought about taking all the bags and boards out, but then I was like, no, that's, I just Part leave the them in of there. Unwrapping they'll them. be, yeah, they'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Um, let's see. Anything else? Oh. Uh, the, uh, the, the other Matthew Peterson, uh, mm-hmm. when he was listing off his games, those, he's going to have a lot of fun playing those games. What did he, what did he list off? Uh, the Spyfall was one that I know that oh, he right. said. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. that's a really fun game if you can yeah. get get a bunch of people. Uh, the code names I know he said he didn't have it. That one is uh, that's probably still one of the hotness games. Yeah, that's what that's what I've that's what Brad had said. So I'm it's yeah. uh, it was fun see, playing it. If you look at the Amazon listing of it, it lists it at like thirty seven dollars. Right? Isn't that how much it is? No, <laughs> it it retails for. Around twenty twenty three. Ah, okay. All right. Well then, and and some of the sites will sell it for fifteen. Limit one per customer if it's in stock, which it I almost see. never is. I see. Well, if people so, can get it and they want it bad enough, maybe that's why Brad was complaining that he had to spend about forty bucks for it. So. Yeah, it was kind of. I ended up spending a little bit more. I got a you know an email link. Hey, it's in stock on one of three or four sites that I had yeah. put tags on. We're like, yeah. Oh, I got click, click, click. I got to buy it. Hurry up. I guess the thing that frustrates me is um, I never know when a game is going to be released and how readily available it's going to be. So, you know, I was in Hastings and saw Ghostbusters. So I pulled that off the shelf. And with tax, I was paying like 100 bucks for that. But then you go on to some of these online sites and you can get it for like 60 bucks. And I was like, oh, God dang it. So it's so hard to figure out where you're going to pick your games up from and who's going who's gonna to gouge you and who's going to give you the best deal. So. Uh, two of the best online stores that are board game specific are coolstuffinc.com. Mm-hmm. They're the sponsor for Dice Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and miniaturemarket.com, which that's, is in St. Louis. That's uh, what they um, do the that's who, uh, way of the West. D&D Brian recommends. I think that's who he's recommended to me a couple of times. I did a lot of cool stuff and have, have it recently. I've, I've, it seems like I have been getting more from the miniature market just for whatever reason it's they have the deals that are catch my eye on mm-hmm. on the day or whatever and yeah yeah i got to go by their uh denton ding store this last weekend traveling back from holidays uh amazon is is a lot of times is pretty good they don't you don't know what's going to necessarily be on the pre-order so that's right. coming up and available where right. you you can look at the pre-orders for on the other two stores you know these are the things that are going to be coming out mm-hmm and so you can kind of you can kind of plan accordingly, and then look at the game on BGG or if podcasts yeah. have any, you yeah. know reviews and things like that. Yep. Well, Steve I Jackson know. Games announced a bunch of stuff, and a bunch of stuff released this week. Oh, there's so about. much Munchkin at the at my local store. Uh, yeah. Kittens and a Christmas one, another Christmas I, one. I ordered all of those um, this week, so hopefully they will be here on Monday. But yeah, there's just a, a ton of stuff that that they released onto everyone. And I was like, uh, two weeks ago, I was talking about how um, I didn't know when that um, holiday version was going to be released. And like the very next day, they released it. And then at the same time, that's when they released all of these other uh, all these other things. The Christmas light, the holiday surprise, which is a compilation of all the other holiday stuff. The science dice, the munchkin uh, trike that's been around, but kittens. And oh. I think Mark, uh, Mark for Death are new. And munchkin undead. So I'm excited about that. And then uh, on the Amazon, the deal that was the board game strategy games for the day. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. couple of flashbacks to the Munchkin Land podcast. There's oh, Illuminati, yeah. mm-hmm. and also uh, Fate Core System. Oh yeah, is, is listed on there. Good. 
Good. Yeah, well, thanks for letting us know about that two-for-one weekend thing that was going on. Because uh, I picked up some games from that. Anything else? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, not really. Just I'm uh, from the last time I had called, we had discussed a lot of video stuff mm-hmm. um, for video things. I, yeah, how's I have that working a, out? I did a little project in iMovie um, mm-hmm. that seems pretty limited as far as the different things you can do. Like it's a good yeah. beginner tool, but yeah, it's really simple. Is there a what's the next step from that? Um, you know, you could look at, um, um, I think iMovie is probably the base and then they want you to move into Final Cut Pro X, which if you understand how to use iMovie, you can do stuff in, uh, Final Cut Pro X pretty much the same way. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I know it's gotten a lot better over the last six or seven years, but really all my money is now into, uh, the Adobe products. I think Avid has a beginner level, application that gives you the base uh, cuts only editing system that's free that you can go and check out on their site uh, avid.com um but you know for whatever i'm paying a month 60 bucks a month uh i think is what the pro version of uh, creative cloud costs and that's quite a deal that in fact that you get the entire suite for that 60 bucks a month and every time that there's an update you get that new update uh that is that's probably the biggest deal that i have going on with anything that we use and I love it, but then again, I've I've been using that stuff for thirty years now. So, is there a not pro version of the Adobe like a no for they, the amount that I would use it sixty bucks a month is a little well a little yeah. Steep. So the other thing is if you want to if you don't want to get the entire suite, um, they do have like little modules you can get. Like um, I think maybe f- you'd have to look at their pricing, but I believe you can get. Uh, like Photoshop for nineteen ninety nine a month and Premiere Pro for like twenty nine ninety nine a month. Um, you can you don't have to buy the entire package. You can just get them individually and see what okay. that price is out to be. And yeah, really, I-, I don't even I don't even use half the stuff that I have. But if I ever needed to use it, it's there. Like a a la carte kind of a thing. Yeah, I think they have something like that. It's been a while since I've looked it up up there. Um, if you are a student anywhere. Um, then, uh, you know, your student discount is, is even better. I thought about going back and taking some of the, like, you know, the night classes or whatever at the local school, Mm -hmm. just, uh, some photography stuff just to get Mm -hmm. kind of a base of, Mm -hmm. you know, how to use equipment, um, and translate that into some video stuff. And then maybe if they have a video class and, and, you know, try to take both worlds and push them together and right. Uh, it looks like if you are just using a single app, it's nineteen ninety nine a month. If you want all the apps, it's forty nine ninety nine a month, and that's um, that's paid monthly through an annual plan. plan. Um, or if you just do the, if you want to pay yearly, it's six hundred dollars for the year. So. And check it out. It's it's. I think it's. I think that's worth it. But I, I would also recommend that before you consider that, that you do go over to Avid.com and uh, see what their free version of the editor system is. I, I completely forget what the name. Let's look here. I think it's just Avid Basic. Video editing. Media composer. Yep, that's it. And I I do believe that they have a free version of that. Or nice. let's see, Media Composer Lite, I think is what it's called. But if if it's not just Media Composer, then Media Composer Lite. And there is, like I said, a free version of it that's out there that you can go 
that you can go check out. I will have to look into that. Yeah, cool. All right. All right. Thanks for calling in, Matt. Sure. Have a great week. I too. Bye. All right. Uh, let's get to, I know somebody else was just trying to call. Uh, I don't know who's, so just call back 785-727-1939. Watch. I'll click this again and it'll have a whole new different look. Ugh. And of course, you know, all this pops up like 10 minutes before it's time to go to air. So no way can I go in and figure out why it's doing this or, or that kind of stuff. So good times, good times. Uh, let's see. What are people talking about in the chat? Uh, there's all the games that, uh, that Matthew had called in Spidefall, Mad Castle, uh, Splendor. I've been playing Splendor on my iPad. Um, let's see. Hello, caller. How are you? Hi. My name's Christian. Okay, Christian, could you turn Doing off your, your speaker in the background there? Yeah. Yeah, it's down. Okay. <laughs> so what's on your mind? So so I was, um, located. it is, um, the first time I've ever been home, had a vacation day and, uh, finally got to log into finally Friday live. And I know that you were, uh, talking about the Krampus there and, uh, mm-hmm. my dad grew up in Germany. I spent a lot of time in Germany. There was like a big thing with us. Right, right. And, uh, and I was, uh, I used to tell people like back at home, you know, when I was, when I was in school, you know, Santa Claus has this really nasty guy that follows him around, names yeah. the Krampus, puts little kids into the basket and shakes them around. Yeah, and yeah. People thought that I was out of my mind. Um, but I'm, I'm actually really excited about this movie. So, um, I'm going to go see it tonight. Um, okay. and, uh, I'm just really excited. Um, love, uh, love the shows. Love the. Uh, Thanks. I actually just bought a PDK poster um, from the Modern City. Excellent. And uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 a it's a it's really nice to be able to you know see this live. Um, but yeah, that, I was just really excited about that, and that was kind of a tradition. Mm-hmm. And I live in Cincinnati, which is a huge German well, town where. From- it's really weird for me because growing up, we did the um, St. Nicholas Eve, put out your shoes, get out the stuff. Mom and dad were all big about that. They never mentioned Krampus at all growing up, which would have been like the perfect thing for a, you know, a Catholic upbringing. You know, this beware the devil's going to come and get you if you're being bad kind of stuff. Never did that. And I only found out about, about the Krampus like maybe 10, 12 years ago. And really, yeah, yeah. So it's it's it was it's not a big thing here in the United States. Or, yeah, as you said, I as know. you know from telling your friends, right? I I think that I think that it might depend on who your grandmother is. It could be. It could be. Now the um, <laughs> my dad's parents died when he was a young child, when he was younger. So nah. I didn't know them, so I don't know that. But all of the brothers and sisters on my dad's on the grandmother's side would have been my grandmother's side, his his mom's side. Um, you know, they were always doing stuff, but I don't ever remember them talking about the Krampus either. I do remember that their big thing was like on New Year's Day, you go over to the sink and the adult would hold the faucet and turn on the water and then you'd bang on the, the top of the faucet and coins would fall out. It's because you had the coins or coins in your hand, but it would, and it was some tradition that they did all the time. So you'd get a couple bucks from that. So, um, yeah, awesome. I'd never heard of, I'd never heard of the Krampus until, like I said, about 10, 12 years ago. Oh, I mean, I, everybody, everybody thought I was pulling their legs growing up with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
it was um, now now when you left your shoes out because when I always left my shoes out um, and we did that on uh, Nicholas Eve December right. the fifth. Um, right. Would you always get oranges? I'd always I, get I an did. orange. Uh, an orange or a tangerine is what we would get. <laughs> Which I, right. apparently, apparently, there's something about the, the 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 golden globes of the church and everything that Saint Nicholas would have for blessings and stuff. That's what it's supposed to represent. So, um, yeah, that's we got that, and occasionally some chocolates, and then occasionally some money. Uh, ne- we never got any money, but uh, we definitely got the oranges and the chocolates and the little goat coins. You know, the mm-hmm. gold. We yeah, yeah. we did get the chocolate money, which wasn't mm-hmm. as good as the real money. Right. Right. And so a lot of nuts. We get a lot of nuts, too, uh, around that time. So and uh, historically in the St. Nicholas, uh, I don't want to say mythos because that'll upset a lot of people. But um, in the in the story of St. Nicholas, he would go around to the good kids and give them oranges and nuts for um, for Christmas. So and that may be where the the phrase uh, if uh, wishes and something were where chocolate and or where oranges and nuts would a Merry Christmas we'd have something like that. Uh, I don't know. It's been too long for me to, to delve back into that, into that area. Me too. But I definitely remember, I definitely remember being scared of the compass. And whenever we go around to our friends, you know, mm-hmm. we'd see Santa Claus there. And then my dad would be like, where's the compass? Yeah. Where is now, now, when you were in Germany, did they have these parades where the Krampus, because now it's a big deal, especially in some of the Alpine communities where um, mm-hmm. these people will dress up as Krampus, like hundreds of them, and go around and um, terrorize children and stuff. Well, as a small child, um, I don't think my parents were <laughs> that mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't see any Krampus parades, but, you know, it's definitely something that I'm aware of Mm -hmm. actually this past weekend um in cincinnati which is you know one of those big midwestern german cities Mm -hmm. uh they have a uh christkindlmarkt and um Mm -hmm. they have a krampuswaffen which is where they they the krampuses go and run around with their brooms and you know they kind of get on their faces and one of my buddies who used to play linebacker for the university of cincinnati probably made the biggest Krampus ever. <laughs> I'm showing some video from YouTube of uh, Krampus Lof in, uh, I don't know where it yeah. doesn't say where this is at, but I'm guessing it's in uh, Germany somewhere. But Yeah, it, it, that just, I don't think as a parent I would be taking my child to a Krampus Laufen, <laughs> but I think, you know, once they got into the tweens, I think the Krampus yeah, yeah. Laufen becomes a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might be. It looks pretty, it looks but, pretty intense. Well, well, that's great. Keep up the good work. Uh, love the podcast network. Love the shows. Really thank kind you. of excited to call for the first time. Thanks, well, a lot, thanks for Steven. calling in. Oh, thank you, Christian. Have a All great right. day. Have a good Bye. one, buddy. Bye. Uh, where is Fabian today? Fabian is not here. Maybe he's participating in some uh, some one of these things. Uh, I was ex- I was kind of half hoping that he or uh, Jarmo, or I don't know if he is in the chat. I don't know if they do anything with uh, the Krampus up there. Um, but I was hoping to hear from some of our European, uh, people this week. Um, let's see, where are we sitting at? Uh, we got about 10 more minutes, Seven eight five seven two seven one nine three nine. There's the uh, way that it's supposed to come in. And, uh, we can talk about anything that you want. Some great calls so far this week, uh, this weekend. Oh, I probably should, uh, give you a hint of what's coming up next week on, uh, our Lego build. 
da 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 This came in today, about an hour ago. It is the Doctor Who Lego Ideas set. And this box, I will say, is heavy. This is probably one of the heavier uh, Lego boxes that I've had before of this size. And I think the main reason why it is so heavy is because they always include these uh build books the manuals in these are really really thick because they have little histories of doctor who and that kind of stuff so i'm very interested in opening this up and seeing what that manual has of course this set has um the uh, 11th doctor matt smith and then it's the 12th doctor clara oswald uh, a weeping angel and two daleks and of course the tardis interior and exterior that uh, looks pretty radical. Uh, it's got uh, 623 pieces, so look for that next week on the Major Spoilers video channel right here on YouTube. If you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe now. We're starting to see a lot more people subscribing to the channel. The more people that subscribe, even if you're not watching every video that we have, does help us out, and um, it helps out with advertising and a lot of other things. Plus, if you're interested in seeing all the videos when they're released, you do get a notification that says, hey, a new video has been released. Or if you're on your um, app TV, like uh, Zach and I like to do, you can see all your subscriptions and just play them in a giant playlist. It's it's really a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Lego Dimensions worth uh, worth it for a twenty six year old without kids. Legos are great for kids of any age. That's what I will be saying. Um, let's see. Oh, Jarmo is upset about something. I don't know what what is it that Jarmo is upset about. So he doesn't want to interact with anyone. Um, Lego dimensions. I did get, we haven't played Lego dimensions. We have a lot of the sets already. Um, I don't know what Jarmo was upset about. Hopefully it's not something that I said. Hopefully it's not about our Krampus talk. Um, so anyway, be happy, be happy. Uh, Lego dimensions. A lot of, a lot of adults have had fun with Lego dimensions and, um, I think it's fine. A couple of people have called up before, uh, who have gotten it and have played it and thought that it's, that it's fine. So it's worth checking out. You know, I don't know. Um, I think part of the appeal is if you are familiar with Disney infinity or Skylanders, it has that aspect to it. But the other thing is, um, when you open up these little boxes of stuff, these little kit pieces, uh, you don't have the instructions for everything. So you have to play the game, find the instructions in the game, build those things, then you unlock it, and then you can add that uh, Batmobile or whatever gizmo that they have into the game and play it there as well. So that is, uh, that's what you want to look for. Oh, Steam download. Sorry about that, uh, Jarmo. Um, let's see what else is going on. There was something else I was going to talk about. If you did not see, here is the uh, Professor Disaster King poster. From our Modern City Tales. It's uh, right now available in the store. And we have some other ones. There's the Dead and the Old, which is uh, my favorite one. I love that old look that uh, Thomas Perkins does. Uh, here's a Modern Man comic that we have up for sale. Here's Free Agent that's in the uh, CGC graded uh, version. He's just it, Thomas Perkins is so incredibly talented. I just love looking at all of his stuff. If you are looking for t-shirts though, we don't sell those through our store, but you can go to slash loot.com. You have to spell that out S L A S H L O O T. And then you just go down under the, uh, the t-shirts and you will find all of the major spoiler stuff right there, including the critical hit shirts, the, uh, uh, character shirts and a whole lot more. I think we have a few more things in there. Let's see. In fact, I know we have a few more things in there. 
but I don't see them listed right now. But all the character sheets are there. You can get them there. I thought we had a major spoilers t-shirt too. Oh, well. Okay, I think we are about out of time this week. I want to thank you for taking the time to be part of the Major Spoilers experience and joining us this week, whether it's your first time, your second time, whether you're calling in, or maybe if you're someone who's stuck at work and refused to pick up the phone call because uh, pick up the phone because you think your boss is going to get in trouble with you. Thank you still for being here this week on Finally Friday. Have a great uh, Krampus Knocked. Hopefully you get some uh, nuts and oranges in your shoes uh, Sunday morning. And until next week, when we come around to finally Friday, have a great, enjoyable time. We'll talk with you soon. Here come all of those fantastic VIPs that help make this show possible. Remember, if you want to become a Major Spoilers VIP, point your browser to members.majorspoilers.com. We'll talk with you soon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.